You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Double Tap. This is a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. Of course, where we give you all the goods, the updates, all the bad, you know, all around. I'm, of course, Jeremiah Mezzaward, and I'm here with Gabriel Static Gorilla Medina. How are you? Eh, I'm there. It's Monday. I don't <laughs> I work know, today. Right? It's my day off, and I'm still like, Bleh. I know. It's just, yeah. you know, Monday for me has been mm. pretty, I've been productive, but I haven't right. been productive. And that's also the thing. Like I, I have this tendency where, uh, when I'm when I'm anticipating something, like if I'm too early to it, maybe that's why I'm so always late. When I'm early to something and I'm anticipating it, I'm like, what do I do with my life until then? So, (laughs) by the way, if you haven't noticed, we are uh, not live as you can see us, but we are. This is a recording just for uh, for your listening ears this week. any anything else you had to say in the intro that I just stole from you? Actually, yeah, uh, this is going to be episode two twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, also, this is going to of course be casted today, uh, seven nineteen, uh, pretty much July nineteenth. But it's uh, going to be coming out tomorrow, the twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys will get to hear all the good stuff tomorrow while we get to talk about it today. Yes. So and today's tomorrow. Whatever that. As means. always, guys. As always, guys, thank you for listening and for tuning into the podcast. Of course, this is a podcast about fighting games. We talk in and outs of fighting games, whether it's good, bad, you know, up, down, what's new, what's around the block, updates, randoms, all that good stuff. And of course, you guys, uh, we usually get reviews and comments and tweets. So we appreciate you guys for always doing so. Uh, Keep them coming. They always help us. And of course, we'll plug the social media outlet at the very end for you guys to be able to contact us. So Fighters Corner. Yeah, this has been a hot topic lately. Is the Nickelodeon's All Stars? So it finally right. got a a proper trailer. Uh, I don't know, man. I I'm like weirdly excited and not excited. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if I should be. Like, are you excited about any of the characters that they showed off? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it's quite a surprise. Uh, it's interesting. I I literally. I have so much to say, but I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is like, I've seen this happen before, right? They've done something like this. It was kind of whatever. I mean, PlayStation All-Stars had their shot at this, but I think this is going to be more interesting because obviously they're taking a lot more of the uh, the Smash approach like right. heavily. But I think the cool part is you get to see a lot of these fun characters you either grew up with or maybe you're watching your nephews and nieces and cousins grow up uh, playing, uh, watching at the moment. So, like, I grew up with, you know, the Rugrats. So, seeing Reptar in the game was really cool. Yeah. So I kind I'll, of, I'm pretty excited about that. I kind of freaked out for Reptar. That was pretty cool. <laughs> he was like, they huge. made him a special guest character. Yeah. Like a DLC almost. And, and well, that's something that we just saw in the Discord. By the way, if you're not in our Discord, just go uh, follow the conversation there. Um, yeah. Somebody had posted that due to all of the, you know, amount of feedback they're getting, they're looking into DLC apparently. And by the way, not just that, apparently it's going to be netcode added to it. I mean, good netcode, like like rollback, apparently. So Ooh. Like, that's what people, I guess are, people are learning. About. Exactly. But here's my other thing. Um, you know, the the characters that they're using now, Nigel Thornberry has always been a meme. Uh, Powder Toast Man, I never knew about him. I never watched Red. You didn't? Red and Stimpy, no. Yeah, that, yeah, that was like a big thing. 
Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I, awesome. I mean, I mean, Ren and Skimpy were kind of like Skimpy, uh, an adult <laughs> TV show. Oh yes, of course they were. <laughs> Let's be honest; it was a very adult TV show that shouldn't have been on. And they cut a lot of stuff out on Nickelodeon. Oh but yeah. I think it was like Nick at Night. They had a little bit more like aggressive stuff with it. So that's whenever all the kids were asleep. Now, what intrigues me is it's done by the publisher is Maximum Games. Okay. And I'm not really sure what they've worked on. As I'm looking through now, they've worked on Extinction. Okay. So they worked on Ninja Clash of Carrots. I actually like that game. The game's a very fun game. It's two player like sides like uh what is it when it's a side scroller, but it's a rolling side scroller, I guess, or something like that? Okay. Where it's a moving side scroller. Yeah. Auto, worked on auto scroller? Yeah, auto scroller. Mm-hmm. They've worked on Super Animal Royale, which got really weird good feedback, which um I knew some people were playing it. It's basically a battle royale with animals. Not PETA friendly. Um oh, okay. But yeah, all these other games I'm not really Oh no. What? Did they work on they said they worked on degrees of separation, and I can only think that is I don't know. I thought that was uh <laughs> the Nina Tekken game that, that was made. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, thank God. <laughs> so but okay. um yeah. I just want to go back to the amount of characters we can get first. So let's start with the trailer. The trailer shows Michelangelo. So obviously we got Ninja Turtles. Um so, so they're they're not just That's going it. like with their own I mean, that's the thing. Are they going with just the cartoons that are on there or have been on there. Anyway, let's go over the characters who are in the game already. And then we have Lincoln Loud. I have no idea who that is. Powder Toast uh, that's Man. From the, uh-huh, go ahead. That's from the Proud Family or the uh, whatever no, family, like Celtic Family. Can't be Proud Family. I know, I There's know, right? I wish it was. Um, Sandy Cheeks. She's going to kick Major Butt with her <laughs> chops. Everybody's saying that you got to catch these cheeks. That's been like the, <laughs> the the number one thing right now. And I'm like, oh, man, she actually has a purpose in this game. Patrick Starr. <laughs> Our real monsters. You've got Oblina. You've got Nigel Thornberry. You got the memes. You got... I wonder why they got Abelina. Because you know? Our real monsters is great. <laughs> no, it is. I just I'm surprised they got Abelina because she wasn't really like she was one of the main characters of the, the I think it was like the three or four of them. Yeah. But uh I thought they would have gotten a different one. You got of course SpongeBob, and then you got Lucy, and you've got who else? Helga Helga. <laughs> I'll get G Pataki, bro. She's gonna be. <laughs> I hope Arnold doesn't make it to the game, man. I just want to hear if she if he does. I just want to hear one line, which is "Move it, football head." And if she just like I don't know, like when she grabs, she just punts him or kisses him. I don't know. But oh, no, Helga, no, no. we can't have that. Helga, freaking, she has to spell qualm or onomatopoeia. Anyway, sorry, those are the deep cuts. <laughs> and and of course, the spelling bee episode is great. I'll just say it. All right, then you got the reptar. Uh, Reptile reveal was great. Uh, Leonardo really cool. He really does. He looks more animated than a doll. Um, Invader Zim, of course, that's gonna pop a lot of people. Uh, Danny Phantom. So yeah, and then Leonardo. So you have a a whole list of of characters that you can go through that are on Nick. Uh, even the box art already shows silhouettes of like, spoiler, Ang and Korra. Uh, and even Cat Dog and even Ren and Stimpy. So like and i i couldn't even tell i i thought i saw in the the stages look awesome i couldn't even tell i think i saw on the box art like the silhouettes of pork chop and if that's the case and maybe like doug or quail man 
um, or even just Porkchop himself. Like, I don't know. It can go places. You know what makes me sad? Because mm-hmm. I, although I like this, I really would have liked to see a Nickelodeon like verse like Cartoon Network because I need <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. And unfortunately, yeah. this is only Nickelodeon. And oh man, that would have been so good. Right. That would have been such a good pop up. But they actually have their Nickelodeon All Star uh, Brawl.com website, which they kind of showcase all the characters already. Mm. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 characters already. And like you said, they're going to be having more coming. Uh, it is going to be playable on all consoles except for Steam, which is kind of saddening. Mm. But I'll pro- see, this is a game I'll get for the Switch. You know, th- this is a game I won't get for for like PS4 or PS5. Why? Because I feel like the Switch, you know, Smash, it already has that kind of feel to it. That's what I'm afraid of too, is that people are going to say, uh, is it too close to Smash? Or is this like actually a Nickelodeon like fight? Like, I can't even say, I, looking at the style, I can't even be like, Nickelodeon fighting game? No, it's a Nickelodeon Smash game. Yeah. And but I, I don't uh, know. Well, that's the thing. Smash has a good, what would I say? Um, they're a good base for when you would want to put a game that's big, that everybody can talk about, that everybody can know, not just like that's easy or hard for anyone else. Like um, PlayStation All-Stars wasn't amazingly popular because it had PlayStation characters like that IP. And then you have this that's coming out for everything and everybody knows or grew up with Nickelodeon. And they're going for people that are, of age which we uh, of like of our age which we'll get to actually if, um if i think we said we were doing a focus attack about something like that so yeah. um you know hint hint anyway but like Real quick. the amount yeah oh god no god god the amount of characters that can potentially be in it um uh, is hilarious because you can go to jimmy neutron you can go to his friends you can go to through everywhere like like through all outlets anyway yeah. So to kind of give people a little bit more insight on this game itself, because there's not much really talked about it besides the trailer and the characters. So even though I had talked about the publishers, now I'm going to talk about the game development side real quick. The game development side is made is going to be pretty much Nickelodeon and Game Mill uh, connecting together. If you don't know Game Mill, Game Mill has done some really bad games. And then they've done games like Cartoon Network's Battle Crashers, which was the this uh 2D beat 'em up with all the different cast members from, you know, you you had what? Uh Finn and uh Finn and Jake, you also had Steven Universe, et cetera, et cetera. They've also done Nickelodeon Kart Racers. So, you know, they're not it's not like unfamiliarity that they're going into here. They've also done more Nickelodeon stuff, but they also did the Cobra Kai game which i don't know it was subjective but overall it seems like they have a reasonable standing for making games it's not like some nickelodeon just got a random company behind them or nickelodeon did it all by themselves they actually had some game developers so that's kind of nice to see which means kind of going to the whole possible rollback idea okay yeah yeah it's possible i mean they've already played with games that are you know racing games that require probably some form of connection rollback wise. So I would imagine they have that idea to make their network system pretty good. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I have high hopes for the game. I don't see like myself competing in it, but I think for smash players who are looking for something different 
or people who don't really vibe with Smash want to play something different. And who knows, Nickelodeon might actually throw a lot of money towards it if it becomes their competitive baby versus just making money off of kids, which they'll probably focus on. Right, and I mean, they at this. that's the funny thing I talked about with, or I thought about before with like, how do I say, with people that are making content today, such as like maybe people that are my age, which is 31, and yourself, you're yep. of age, of 30. the same age. About to be 31. <laughs> Sorry, uh, for anyone who was just, you know, Put it, placing a bet on it, right? Um, you know, I think that the developers are our age and are fans of these cartoons and are fans of fighting games these days and know that rollback netcode is a good and they're probably watching like the Maxes, the JM Crofts, the, the us, you know, <laughs> listening or whatever. But they may just be a developer on a game and they're like, this works for fighting games. We know how this works and we're placing an IP on something that everybody knows that's like if smash their last character was going to be reptar or or you know spongebob you know everybody would know about it and would play it like (laughs) i I think it's it's definitely a good niche type of audience that they know that they're catering to especially with the deep cut of powder freaking toast man (laughs) I know you're just like you're like I never saw this I coming. I don't think anybody saw this coming. It's like Blasto, but with toast on his hair. Like, <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, it's just it's like I said, it's surprising that you know any that this is something coming out during right after COVID. We kind of needed something else to play. I think this is a good option if you're looking to get away from maybe the Smash or the whole Guilty Gear or just something you know mix it up with maybe the kids or with friends family whatever you may say yeah. uh would fit your you know fit your persona or boat but uh with that being said uh jumping right into melty blood uh oh, yeah. we actually got two trailers which is cool obviously we knew shiki was uh nanya shiki was announced but he got a full play playthrough trailer if you want to say or just a form of trailer that we could kind of see what he can do in this game versus maybe what he couldn't do before. So, and it looks beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I hate Twitter. Twitter is, you know, <laughs> the way they dumb down videos. But from when it does clear up, oh my God, it, it looks like Melty Blood, man. It yeah. looks like, it looks like if Eunice met like Blaze Blue's backgrounds meets Melty Blood. It, it looks super good. It looks simplified. I, don't have to see counter and big hits on the screen. It's the game, dude. This is what we've been waiting for. And Shiki looks exactly like his original self. I didn't really see any uh, expansively new moves. Uh, he looks like a, just a better... It's like they just updated the graphics. Right. That's and really it. I was going to say the same. Like, I never... I noticed Melty Blood and more for Mugen or Mugen. I've seen it through that and i'm like okay i know shiki's moves and especially the next character we're going to talk about but you know what's funny is that it kept that sort of tone that like the backgrounds are very plain <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean they're they're much more 3d effects they have more 3d effects now like it's like more in-depth backgrounds but it's just so plain but it's like we know and that's okay because like melty blood was never about the flashiness in the background it was about like, how cool can the game get? And it's never a confusing thing. It looks more like Eunice to me from this, uh, and even the it sound should. effects. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, it should because yeah. you know Eunice is is the is kind of like the basis of what French Bread was looking to uh, maybe work. We were like, when is Melty Blood going to get this update? And this is what we're looking oh, at here. I see. Yeah. So even I, I don't know what time frame this kind of like exists in. Mm. If we're going backwards or if we're going forward, I want to say we're going forward. Yeah. But from what I can tell, at least from the way the game's played, we're we're still not seeing anything other than full moon. Which we're kind of like a little concerned about because we want to see if they bring back the half moon, crescent moon, because there's completely different verse beats. And it seems like you can reverse beat naturally, uh, which is interesting. So I don't, I think it's just one moon because I'm seeing reverse beats uh, and supers in yeah. certain strings that you couldn't reverse beat in the older version. It's, it's very interesting. So I'm kind of looking for little nuances that you'll see in the original one. But I do like a lot of their new like ways they do launchers. It looks a little bit more like cinematic, I guess you can say. Kind of like how Guilty Gear started doing their stuff. Yeah. But even the supers look a lot more cinematic. Like you said, the sound effects from Munist. Um, the speed looks a tad bit slower. But one thing I love is they still have the music. The music and all the stuff on screen that tells me everything that's happening from the clashes to shield, punish, skill bonus, all types of things. So I'm kind of curious where they're going to drive this game uh, in the long run. Because I even see them use heat. And I guess uh, I, I saw the moon light up and it went red. So I'm kind of going to I'm going to want to talk to some people about that to see if that's something a little bit more particular and special. Yeah. So. So um, speaking of. There was the Kuma. Is it Kuma Kishima? Yes. Yes. Kuma trailer. Um. Wow. I'm no. All right. So in my Mugen game, he was busted <laughs> because my friend, uh, my friend set it up so that she would just like she had him and Seal, Seal Seventh Heaven, just like the most busted mm-hmm. characters, and they couldn't like get touched. And man, he looks like he can't get touched. <laughs> uh, I never really played multiplayer like that, other than from Mugen or whatever. Um. Yeah, but this trailer is like he looks updated, but he still looks like he stands still and he, just he, reacts. You know, he is he is still pretty much much more the same character from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um. He's still slow with air dashes. He's not the fastest character, but he has all these exciting moves that make you kind of feel wow. Yeah, he feels like Soul it, or or even um, Azrael type or even as in the Kali Dunk. You know, um, I mean, he he has some similarities to the 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 whole Phil, I guess you could say. I, I don't know how to really explain it because I wasn't the I wasn't the most Kuba player yeah. in the game. Like I, I like Alco, and I'm waiting for her. But no, he looks really solid. Like he looks like him, his original self. Seems like his dunk his dunks uh, when he command grabs you and throws you down uh, from the air. It's a lot higher than it was before. Yeah. So. There's a few little changes. Okay. I, I mean, it's nothing that I haven't seen, but it, it looks good. I, I have no problem with the game. I think the they really show, showcased these trailers really well. I saw some weird cancel mechanic, it seemed like, when Kuma was in the air. So I'm kind of curious if that's something special. Because um, I was looking on screen to see if they had like some weird uh, like thing that states it, but I didn't see anything. It was just like that you went light blue or something. So I'm kind of curious to see what that is. They still have, uh, uh, seems like heat, actual combo, stuff like that. Now I'm seeing four bars in this versus when we were looking before. They had 
three bars. So I don't know if that's different based off of something you pick, but I'm going to say it's four bars. They just updated it. Okay. With that video. So that that's a little interesting. I, I want to, like I said, I want to see where, where they're really driving this game. If it's going to be more simplistic or if it's going to be, I'm melty blood. I'm interested in what the sales will look like. I mean, we saw Grand Blue wasn't as as high as, and we're gonna get into that as well for Guilty Gear. They got five hundred thousand. Spoiler. Um, but Melty Blood. I mean, do a lot are a lot of people gonna be interested? This is probably gonna be their first Melty Blood. Um, you know, how is it gonna look? Like, is there gonna be a guest character that'll sort of bring more people in? If that's like the flavor of these of the next decade, guest characters in on our in all of our fighting games, you know, um, yeah, maybe that'll attract me to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're they're still looking. Some people are still looking for some supers, some yeah. some stuff that they had before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I'm particularly in a in a happy place where they're trying to give give back to the older games to make it. I guess reasonable. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of think this is a good uprise for fighting games again, where we get to see old games being remade with new graphics. Yeah. And hopefully a, a little bit of a new system or re, you know, redoing some of the old system. Right. Sort of like what we got with, you know, uh, fighting EX layer and, uh, yep. You know, just other classic games that people still play that just get updated. I mean, even Samurai though, Showdown. Yeah. And and even if people want to play the original, it's like, let's give it a shot, see what it looks like for new crowds as well. You know? Anyway, so with Guilty Gear, apparently tomorrow, which would be the day this uh our recording releases, uh, on the twentieth, we're gonna be getting a trailer for the next DLC or the first DLC into Guilty Gear. Um so that's fun. Maybe Happy Chaos, maybe Golden Dude. Um, I forget his name. Golden, do you know? Um, I'm not too sure. Okay, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, um, that's all right. I think it might be Happy Chaos. If it's not Happy Chaos, then maybe um, um, uh, Asuka. I, I have mixed feelings because I know it, obviously it has to be a new character. Yeah. I think people are kind of waiting for Happy Chaos a little bit. Yeah, more than I think I, so. I think because they want more of him from the story. Like the story, he was, he wasn't that underwhelming. Like he was the cool guy, and then he wasn't the like the legit. Sorry if you don't know, he wasn't the huge final boss. Um, yeah, no, I mean, right? Like it's been out. He's for like a, a lackey anyway, technically. Yeah. No, but he had powers. He had his car. He had he controlled Nago type of thing, but he but used you know. his gun. Yeah, but he used the gun with the Nago bullets to hit Soul, and Soul was a little weak. Like, is he gonna have like? I hope he's just not a boring character, like a status type of like. I just I don't know if he can impress me as much as that last Grand Blue character did. I I would be like, all right, I'm sold. You know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's there's a lot of characters we can see get popped up, like that man. Yeah, that's Asuka. Yeah, I mean, but like we might see it in that format, or with, if, uh, if that's an install or something, or just a nor. That's just a they keep it behind the the whole veil, I guess you can say. Yeah. So they might they might do that. You know, we might see 
other characters. Um, I'm trying to think of a character. We might see Sharon. You know, Slayer's uh female companion. No, but there was some wife. there was some uh some leaks, if you don't recall. No, I know. Okay. There was we had the jam leak, we had the Yeah, you know, jam. Well, people can expect that. Yeah. But like I said, there there's a lot of characters in this universe they can play with for DLC. I mean, we didn't get Jacko yet, which we might get before Jam. So we might get like new character Jacko Jam. Yeah. Yeah. No. Something like that. Or Jam Jacko. I don't know. There's there's a lot of like weird I, I want to stay in the shadows. Right, you know why I right. say that? Why? Because this is the first time. I actually genuinely think a game has something going for them. Yeah. As long as it doesn't get exposed, we might actually have something that's really, really cool going on here. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't want to, I mean, we might see Sen come back, right? Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. I thought he would. I thought he would be in it. I mean, he's his well, freaking you, son. You, you heard the theory, right? Is it that it's Kai because he's dragon installs? Yeah, that's I was really thinking Ka- that too. That, that Kai is really sin, um, and that sin basically, they say like sin picked up a different like a sword after Kai like it's no longer around some garbage like that. Uh, it, it's like this theory, and I mean it makes sense. Yeah, because sin has the eye, but I'm thinking maybe sin might have fused with Kai. I don't know, man. But that was not. You know how they have all. these weird stories. It man. was like, it was, like when he even transformed, it was like, Eno Chaos was surprised, and Kai was like, "Yeah, I got this. Here you go." And it was like the smallest sort of, the smallest fight scene that should have gone longer. <laughs> anyway. Oh wait, they did say so. I did actually look up something that's like on a really cool uh, Twitter. Uh, this is just a side thing, real quick before yes. we move on. Uh, fairly frequent FG uh, fighting game facts. It, it says it was originally applied that Kai traded his left eye with Sins, which gave him the ability to perform Dragon Install. It seems to have happened before Guilty Gear 2 Overture. This is later confirmed in Strive, as this is the only way for Kai to have blood of Juno. So I guess based off the that makes sense, you know, the storyline and piecing other stuff from a different time period pulling into the game now. It, yeah, it's all the same. That makes sense because when he did Dragon Install in the story mode, Asuka, aka that man, says, the blood of Juno. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he fights. And then Eno's like, nah, you stabbed me, but you didn't kill me. So keep trying, you know. So Yeah, and they said <sighs> in sign, an excerpt sign, he says, my promise to my people is that I will never bow to evil no matter what it may cost. And he has the red eye. So, I mean, that that's that might be it. That might be the the thing. Strange. And all okay. Right. Well, yeah. lore. <laughs> Why don't you just give his eye to Jury Han? You know. Oh wait, she does have two. Yeah. All right. Well, no, no other news. I don't think in the fighters' corner. But let's scroll down to our randoms of the FGC, where we talk about just uh, random stuff we've found. And if you haven't noticed, speaking going back to Guilty Gear, if you haven't noticed, um. Guilty Gear, uh, in in the game, they've announced it, and also on their um, Twitter, that they have sold, as I stated earlier, 500,000 units. Um, Which is awesome. impressive. Yeah, it is. Um, now, did they say it was only on uh, one console or across the board? That's across the board, I would say. I would, I would believe they had stated. Um, oh, man, it's 6 p.m. tomorrow, 3 p.m. Okay, I don't have to work until 3.30. 
sorry i was just looking at the 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 link of when they're releasing uh the trailer for the character um but yeah it's uh they didn't didn't say if it was a specific unit unlike that last time where they hadn't counted they shipped about 300,000 but uh, or shipped or bought 300,000 units i don't remember exactly what it was um but they didn't count the digital yet so maybe this is including now it's finally including digital um and i i, I know firsthand a friend of mine still hasn't doesn't have the game so like there are still people i'm just gonna base that off of him there are still people that want the game don't have it maybe waiting for a ps5 to actually get the game even though we talked about the ps5 lag last week um so yeah. yeah i mean i'm pretty sure they'll they'll update it over the course of time uh and that'll be good because here's the thing I think the with crossplay coming coming into you know play with everything, hopefully down the road, like they're saying, they will they want to implement. I think that'll be really cool to see crossplay across all the consoles and Steam. My only problem is I feel bad for people who have to deal with delay, and I hope that that does get fixed. But I just want to stay on their on the Arc, uh, Arc System Works uh, post on Twitter for this. They have Kai playing on stick, and they just show him like calmly, like ma- like just sweeping the, the <laughs> buttons like he's a god. And then you have Soul, who's just like every Soul player, just completely enraged. Yeah, the art, is and great. he's playing on pad. And I I kind of find it funny because if you scroll down more and more, mm-hmm. you start seeing people making these memes, and they have one perfect meme. Uh, real quick, just to tell you guys, they're like Soul players when you're in a corner, <laughs> and they show Soul's face, and he's like. He's literally like stressing to hit you with five, you know, with five S. Doesn't matter if it's close or far. So I think that's kind of funny that oh, yeah. you know we could get good stuff out of this too. I, I love that we were able, they were able to sell five hundred K units, and I hope that they keep continuing to sell more because Steam numbers are still really high. They're not low, so it's good. No, I, I, yeah, no, it's it's successful. It's doing well. Um, you know, this can go to so many different things as to why it's doing so well. But yes, the artwork is dope. I don't know who is the artist, but kudos to them. Their artwork is being plastered everywhere. And the 500,000 beat is a nice little touch to it as well. Uh, I want to see if somebody can find it. I mean, does the isn't the Giovanna Infinite still in there? If somebody can get it to 500,000, unless it stops at 99. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. But anyway, I, uh, there's one that's like, hey, yo, why is he holding the stick like that? And it's like in mm-hmm. the champagne glass holding. And some, I guess some people really don't know like why it's, they, they oh. hold it like that. Um, some people do, some people don't. And Jeff, the, Jeff Life, what's he said? He says, I'm assuming this implies us Floridians hold their sticks like apes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's, it's, I like the piece. It's dope. Yeah. I like art. So, so uh, keeping it within you know the the same routes of talking about sales and what's coming to Steam, Steam Deck. Yeah, yay! Um, I mean, do you want to go first? Because I have no uh, idea. Okay, this is, and I think this is more Dre in yours territory. Yeah, yeah, I actually was thinking about. Okay, so guys, let's first talk about Steam Deck made by Valve. Mm. Valve has put out. Pretty much a Switch 2.0 looking type of uh, console without the da- without the dock, obviously. This thing is... It, it reminds me of like the Game Gear slash Switch put together 
but it's really cool because they have all these assortments of buttons. Uh, they actually have touchpads. It's linked directly to your Steam. I feel like I'm selling it, and I'm not trying to. Uh, no, it's it's really cool. It, they actually use a lot of PC parts in it. So before I get into that, real quick, I'll just talk about kind of the controller itself. It does have two buttons, the Steam button, and then kind of like an options button. But then it also has two touch pads right below the joysticks. So it's almost like you're getting this PC compact format meets a controller because then you have the D-pad at the top left, the buttons at the top right. Obviously, you have like a start button, the power button, and the, the sound buttons are at the very top, just like the switch. But the difference is they have L1 and R1, R1 and R2 at the very top, just like a PS4 controller. But then they have these like nice little switches in the back, which are kind of like the Z, I guess, type of uh, buttons. But they call it, I guess it's like R4, R5. I mean, R3, R4, something like that. Yeah. So it's an interesting model. I looked a little bit more into it. I personally don't think people look this is my opinion you guys can do what you want it's your money i don't think for the price it's worth it unless you don't have a pc and you're looking for something a little bit more mobile to just play around the house you don't want to buy the pc for maybe like you know five six like for a thousand to two thousand dollars maybe you want something convenient right they sell the steam deck for four hundred dollars it comes with a carrying case, 64 gigabytes. I, uh, you know, first off, 64 gigabytes of space, just so you're aware. Um, They're using their own special valve, like we would call it a, G- a Gen 2 type of uh thing, but it's called uh, Zen 2 plus RDNA uh, 2 powerhouse. This is like, the best way I could put it, it's like a, a miniature PC with just steam games i don't know if they're going to be able to do anything online like go on the internet and maybe go to youtube maybe those options will be added as a feature or maybe people will do what they do best you know go and mod it we'll say but they also sell it for more for more gigs so if you were to bump up to 530 dollars that's going to get you 256 gigabytes of uh, you know a memory uh, of space to put more games on uh, faster storage, which it is, uh, which has the M- NVMe SSD, which is like the little small cards that look like RAM sticks. Uh, it has an exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle, which I, I don't know why you would want that. But the big boy, which is the 650, which is we're talking about like PS4, co- PS5 consoles, you know, Xbox, Xbox console. Uh, it has faster storage. It has 512 gigabytes. It has exclusive carrying case. It has a the Steam community thing, an exclusive virtual keyboard theme. I'm not sure what that is, what we're supposed to expect from that. I do still want to dive more into that, but and hopefully we'll get more information over the next few months. But it's not supposed to be coming out to 2022 quarter two. So you're going to be waiting for quite a bit for this. Probably maybe, I would say not as long as getting a PS5 currently. Mm. But yeah, this is in the, it's in the works. I, have seen what they've done it's good i don't i think this is better than the 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 other steam deck that they had the uh, stream link steam link steam link was basically you just link it up to your pc play it anywhere 
uh, on a TV. This is more portable. I did not see any HDMI ports, so that's well, kind of a little that um, discomforting thing. No, there is something. There's a dock too. They have a C USB. If you go down, oh, they do it have says, a dock. There's a dock. Okay. The official dock props up your Steam Deck while connecting to external displays, wired networking, USB peripherals, and power. You can also use a powered USB C hub if you've got one lying around. The official dock will be sold separately. <laughs> More information yeah. coming soon. But yeah, wow. it shows separately. It shows uh, two USB ports, so your arcade sticks, a LAN port, the power cable, uh, an HDMI, the whatever we use, the the um, Display Port. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And I think headphone jack. I'm foreseeing this costing at least a hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty, because that's how much an actual regular dock would cost. Mm-hmm. Oh, three for USBs, a laptop or PC. Yeah. So. Yeah, this this is kind of an expensive purchase. Am I gonna say get it over a computer? I mean, if you don't really like to use computers and you're not planning on lugging it anywhere anyway, this might be the option. I would not get this for a ten year old kid, mm-hmm. but I mean, maybe if you're in college, this might and you can't bring your PC. This might be a nice little you know. If I tra- option, if I travel a lot more than yeah. You know, that would be me. I mean, like, but I'm not traveling right yeah. now. I mean, and I'm, if I am traveling, I'm either usually the one driving. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like I said, it's like a it's like a switch yep. just for PC. And I, for, I personally have no problem with this. I think this is a cool little thing. I don't think I'm going to be honest. 64 gigabytes uh, of space is just too damn small when most games are like 40 gigs nowadays or 30 gigs. So realistically, I don't see people buying this at the cheapest price unless they can open it up and put more uh more memory into it and more ga- uh, more gigs of space. That's the only way I see this really being a low cost effective thing. So maybe you might be spending at most $520, but then I would just tell you instead of opening it just get 256 gigs, right? You know, so it, it it's up in the air for what you're looking for. But this is a good option if you're really not trying to spend on a PS5 or if you're trying to have a a PC in the house, but it's not a PC and you want to play anywhere and everywhere and you're maybe not a keyboard and mouse person, you're a pad person. This kind of makes up for that. Still not my first choice for the expense. No, uh, yeah, um, later, maybe later. But again, yeah, I've got a Switch. I have other things I can play maybe at other times. I. I it's not for me at the time, for the time being. Let me say for the record, the games from what I've seen, obviously we don't have full access to the game to the console yet, but the Steam Deck from when I was watching videos yeah. runs superb. Oh, I wouldn't expect anything All kinds less. of games. You heard? Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I, would, I expect yeah. nothing less either. Exactly. I, I would not expect anything less because it's, I mean, they have their, they already have, you know, their foot went into the market. So they're like ready to just, this is a, I think it's a good step because it's, it's where they haven't gone, but like there's no other competition in the handheld PS Vita, PS, uh, PSP. They're, they're gone wayside. It's all Nintendo or mobile. And this, everybody talks about all, but we have this or, or, you know, PC master race. And then, the PC makes a console sort of thing, <laughs> uh, a portable console. I don't know. It, and then yeah. somebody, I saw memes that are like, 
oh, this this can play League of Legends. Um and Switch doesn't play League of Legends. Switch is still better. Like <laughs> because i don't know i mean because it doesn't have league so (laughs) fair i mean right now i'm at a point where valve has done very good work i don't think they're gonna screw us over this is this is like so up in the air guys like if i could get a hold of one and then return it right after i would just to see how it plays for you guys but this one i I mean it has two it clearly has two uh spots for air to flow through out and through mm-hmm. so it doesn't seem like it's going to overheat because it has a bunch of, of venting space but i'm i'm just not sure on this one yet i, I feel like this is a up in the air like i'm leaning more towards a buy but i'm like there's so many other things out there that we can buy right now why don't i just buy a pc at this rate so I, i'm kind of curious who this caters towards like i said i feel like it's the people who don't use keyboard and mouse and want to use their gamepad and not pay a thousand to two thousand dollars for a pc and then spend an extra 60 bucks on a good controller they want to use you know what i mean like and then spend for the games so maybe this might be the shortcut to buying a big pc managing all you know all the viruses and crazy stuff that people have to deal with and this might just be more of a subtle easy accessible way of uh accessing steam which we haven't had in a long time besides our phones to be able to see what games you know are coming out or something like that agreed so, uh, the next I found uh, it was in my recommended tabs. It's just a little dorky thing that I saw, and I was like, eh, let me click it. It's a YouTuber. I think it's Kilmer. See, I think she's uh, cool with Leffen or regular streams. On, uh, I don't know. Super knowledgeable. Um, she, like, I didn't expect. When I clicked it, I was like, what is this video? It says, Guilty Gear Strive Fashion Review. I'm like, I thought it was going to be like somebody just looking at the characters and being like, well, this character, Angie, he's cool. He's wearing blue. But no, she knows all the characters. She knows the previous games. She even put in the uh, the OST of uh, the Korean um, Guilty Gear songs in there. Even Last Battle was in there. I was like, yo, I'm going to I'm going to share this because like she goes in depth on like what's a good like sort of. I guess knowledgeable about the outfits and how like Giovanna's outfit is like probably top three or four. It's a little bit of spoilers. That's just sort of the top four and just other outfits that are not just like maybe biased favorites, but like cool favorites. And I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I never really looked too deep into all of the, uh, outfits and some of the intricacies of each character's like personality in their outfits. So it's a pretty fun little watch, I would say. About a 15-minute video, yeah? So to give you a little insight mm-hmm. on Kilmer, okay. um, to my knowledge, from what I've seen, Kilmer, uh, she's been being taught by uh, Leffen okay. and playing uh, Melee. And she seems to be picking it up fairly well. Um, but at the same time, she's also... <laughs> I'm watching Sorry, I'm looking at a video now and... Leffen's like, mm, like cringing a little bit. He's like, damn. All right, we got to get you back out there. But um, <laughs> it seems like they they become very close. She's actually they they've actually reviewed um, Guilty Gear Strive okay. when it first came out together, and progressively have made more videos together. So I don't know that relationship before you guys even ask or anything right, like right. that. That's why I didn't. I'm just say telling dudes? you from my knowledge no, no. of what I can see. Sorry. But no, she does other mm-hmm. other stuff like Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. She plays other games. She's familiar with fighting games. Uh, 
there's a lot of cool stuff. I, I love that, you know, people can expand a little bit further outside of their norm. But it seems like she is assisting, I will say, with her 2.9k subscribers to help push more games. And Guilty Gear Strive fashion review is a very interesting concept. I, I, I've seen a little bit of it before, but um, I don't know. You want to talk more about it or you want oh, to kind of suggest to people... That was pretty much it. No, it was just a fun yeah. little find, a fun little find, and I was like, you know, I'm, maybe I'm tired of seeing matchup videos and all the n- just news and whatever you else you're finding on YouTube. Like, hey, here's a here's a fashion video of the Strive characters and how Faust just, you know, is yeah, no. I, <laughs> just Faust. No, <laughs> honestly, I I actually kind of like it, and I think it's good that we have something. So I've always talked about it, and I'll just kind of like say it real quick because I know we got some other stuff to cover. Yeah. But I love when content creators don't just do the simple, oh, I'm going to do trials. Yeah, or tier lists. Oh, they're so difficult. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so difficult. But then I see her stuff, and I'm like, the first thing that comes to mind is people are going to be like, this is stupid. Why would you? And I'm like, no, this is actually really like interesting because now we're expanding how our, you know, what we should be looking to do as content creators. So I love seeing that we can have other people step in and be like, hey, do content like this. It's a little bit different. You know, it's a little bit more expansive. So hopefully it opens up more ideas. And I would love to see Kilmer continue to keep playing the game and doing maybe do more of these Guilty Gear fashion reviews. I think she might have something going here. I mean, 70K views and she got one of mine. Yeah. once or twice so i think it's cool if we start seeing more of a category like this for maybe her more other you know other bigger profile people who maybe you know have an actual platform that does design for clothing companies maybe we might get gucci in our one of our games you know mm-hmm. something like that yeah no it makes me think like uh that's funny it makes me think of like what would johnny look like or future characters that are coming back like even Johnny in this sort of style of the game. Um, or can we put, yeah. uh, you know, can we put Tim's on on Soul? Because, you know, from the hood, you know, <laughs> put a jacket on him like a snowball. He is, like, he is you know, from New York. You're right. <laughs> that's all they play. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Ramblethal. But yeah, no, I, I think that's it's really cool to see the expansion. And I hope that we get more of that from her. Right. One of my favorites <sighs> is that I, I didn't even notice that Melia had like a full like maybe i did and didn't before but the hat i didn't even notice it was like a fully fur like russian type oh, style yeah. hat uh i didn't even notice and i didn't even notice a scarf on her either like what am i yeah, what was i looking at <laughs> she used to have the headband and you used to like she just used to have the like kind of full dress skirt thing like yeah. how she does in this one but it was less russian mm-hmm. which is kind of cool that they kind of now they're it, it reminds me of tekken how they kind of take specific origins and they they go that's where this is from this style of fighting so let's dress them with that style at the same time yeah. so that's pretty cool that they looked a little bit more into it this time right right nope that, that's it's awesome i i, I we as we stated from the start we've loved where this where this game was going uh in their art direction yeah. man and nago is just so cool anyway uh he looks like he's straight out of like a super cool t-shirt in the 2000s uh, t-shirt what i mean like a button up one of those anyway <laughs> uh you know about this next topic we have here yes let's talk about the the thing that we wanted to avoid that we didn't really get a chance to even dive far into which we will obviously when dre comes back next week um is evo yeah offline 
or people may call it fake Evo or Sony's Evo. This has come to my attention that Evo was happening, and that's a lovely thing. They did their qualifiers for, I know, Soul Calibur. I believe Skullgirls is happening, and I believe Street Fighter is right around the corner. I know BB Tag as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of games going Re- on right now. Well, registration did end sometime last week. So yeah. Um, and even I mean, this is a slightly different topic, but some of the Street Fighter uh, Intel World Tours are happening uh, tomorrow, actually on the twentieth. Um, so that's just a different topic, but still, some of those are happening tomorrow. Um, a lot of things like Evo are happening, but you have specifically Soul Calibur, correct? Yes. yes. Tell me what so. While I was at Gopher Broke, there was a lot of uh, craziness happening in Soul Calibur. Because now, keep in mind, they still use the ESL format, but they don't use Swiss, right? So just before anybody gets completely confused, Swiss style of play is if you win one, you fight somebody else who wins one, et cetera, et cetera, like that, right? Even if you lose one, you fight somebody with the same record, usually. Now, another thing is... Based off of how other people do in the bracket that you fought, you accumulate certain amount of points. So if you fight strong people, you beat strong people. They beat other other people. You get more points. If you fight a trash can, unfortunately, that trash can has to hopefully do well against other trash cans. So the biggest thing about Swiss is it's very based off of numbers and kind of luck. Well, this was a bracket, not Swiss. So let's get that out of the way. With this bracket, it was randomized, which means punch it, you know, it's like luck of the draw, right? So funny enough, quite a few people, but I'm gonna use one person in particular, uh, at X Aaron Stone. And guys, please don't send any hate towards anybody to Evo, to Sony. This is kind of just to explore the idea of what's going on and how we can not let it happen again or expand it a little bit more. Now, I'm a f- I'm not a big fan of ESL because I played in it, but it's very structured. You know, every half an hour you have to play a match, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They send you a ping to your PS4. Yeah. Well, Aaron Stone and many others have expressed that during tournament, and I will read uh word for word quote uh Aaron Stone said this side Evo, this side Evo caliber tournament is a effing shit show. Mm. Matches are getting completely skipped, and wins, wins and losses are being handed out randomly for these skipped matches. Laughing my ass off. Literally never entering an, an ESL PS4 tournament again. Holy fuck! How can you screw up so bad? Let's just give players wins and losses randomly when the system skips matches. And when they complain, we tell them, look at the bracket, bro. Here's the thing. So it happened to not only that person, but also my personal girlfriend who was playing Soul Calibur and many others that she knew. And what's funny about this is you would think this happened. It'd be like a system failure where people... Where it's human error, right? Where it's like, hey, your match is happening in like five minutes. You should be ready to check in, jump in your match. And you get like a 10 minute. Uh, it's kind of like Smash.gg. You get like a five to 10 minute um, period to check into the match and then you play. Yeah. Everybody who has been playing ESL is also playing in this Evo and they know how ESL works. 
The problem with that is the system seemed to trigger matches beforehand when they weren't even scheduled. So let's say me and Gabe are playing and we're round two. We start our match, but Gabe gets moved on without anything happening while we're still mid match. And he gets another notification that his next match is starting Mm. for round three. We're still playing our game. We finally finish. Let's say Gabe did pass, right? Let's say he beat me in round two. Goes to round three. It DQs him. So now he's in losers because it thought he was already playing. So now Gabe goes and has pictures, photos, everything and says, hey, this system kind of messed up. I was I was moved to round three before I even finished my match. How would anybody even know? Well, with that being said, some people decided to say it. Well, I'll say specifically tournament bracket runners stated. And I quote, I can actually pull this up. This, this is something that was actually quoted and I won't use names or anything like that just to be a little bit more respectful about it. But let's just say as uh, as I was looking, somebody sent me uh, actual footage, uh, photos uh, of what was being said. They said, there's an issue with the system. Notification for matches aren't going. Oh, no, no. Cutting back. Yes. There's a lot. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> from this one person, they said, this is bracket, not a Swiss like regular open series qualifiers. You must wait until you have an opponent. We're checking every match and trying to close every match that is not showing activity. We appreciate your patience. Now, keep in mind, smash.gg, we have access to the TOs as well. And if they say, hey, this match, hey, I, I, I didn't get to check in because I was still in the middle of this other match, or something just happens that is out of their control. Hey, I checked in. My opponent checked in, but it said we weren't checked in. Hey, can you just fix that? They'll fix it. Now, remember, it's ESL. It's run by Sony, so it's a little bit different. You would think that they would give these people access to run these things. Well, the person responded, again, it hasn't been for, been 40 minutes. You closed my fourth match while I was playing the third, uh, the third 25 minutes ago. How did you have me even moved on to the fourth guy if I didn't even win versus the third, third yet? They wonder why nobody wants to play in ESL, though, because of nonsense like this. Now, keep in mind, this isn't a general... Discord. This is in the general Evo Discord, and it continues on. So, the person blamed it on human error by saying, "Okay, so so the person who is having the issue said, okay, so who do I play now? Because I don't I don't got a notification before I take another L." They said the person responded, who's toing, said, "Next time, don't just sit in the lobby." Yeah. So I kind of bring it to our attention because this is supposed to be Sony's ESL, right? Sony's ESL Evo. If we let automated you know, machines kind of do their thing, just like how we do on Smash.gg, somebody still has to be able to fix those things. I don't understand how we got to the point where the system fails, the TOs do nothing and blame it on the players, and now we have a gigantic shit show. This is something that's happening in ESL right now. This is something that's happening during Evo. And considering this is the first Evo back and it's online, maybe this wasn't the best option. ESL format. Maybe we should have used Smash.gg. Maybe we should have used Matcharino. Maybe we should have used Challenge. I remember that. Yeah, it, it's just, it's one of those things. And I guess I want to pose 
just a question for you guys to think, you know, food for thought. Was this a bad choice using the ESL system versus just using smash.gg or another system? And I'm only posing this question because I'm not trying to bring heat onto Sony or Evo itself. I'm saying we use DSL's format. Maybe it's not that good. So I want you guys to think about that. If you guys have any comments, let us know. At the, Of course, we're going to let you guys know uh, where to contact us at the end of the show or if you already know. Or even just hit us up in Discord. But it's just something that just makes kind of boils my... like It grinds my gears because we're stuck in this format where we have to play online, right? Not everything's offline yet. So I don't know. Gabe, what do you think? Well, that was a, uh, um, sorry. I lost train of a bit of a thought, <laughs> but it's a lot, man. It's a lot. <laughs> no. That was my whole afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's a lot to unpack though. Um, yeah, it goes back to street fighter five at final round. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a little bit different. Three forty five final round was um the brackets changed almost like midnight. No excuse for that. And some people got put into eight eight a.m. pools. No excuse for that because they were told as they're flying in that their pools were something else, and there was still on site registration the night before. And I thought it was still happening even in the morning, dude. I don't even I, remember, I don't even remember. No, it was it was because I remember uh, Jean was there and he was like, "Yeah, my sponsors didn't." Pretty much pay for it till today. Jeez, wow! I remember that. Cn, as in the Gen player, Gen slash. Because I talked to him about it. He was like, "Yeah," he was like, "This is crazy." Okay. Oh yeah, no, it was wild. Um, and then people's now for me, I'm like always paying attention to my bracket, like always, because I know it's always subject to change. Just want to make sure: did I miss it? Did I not? And yeah, that's your responsibility. But when it comes to like stuff that you can't control when you're while you're playing while you're actually playing the match you're supposed to that's definitely a to problem like i've i've gotten mad at people before because i'm just like how have you gotten incompetent where you can't run a bracket when you're running a bracket like ask for help if you need to um i've legit pointed somebody out single somebody out for that um my bad <laughs> but hey man no it is what it is there's some people who just mess up like that. right but then it causes chaos frustration like if you eliminate the wrong person that's only lost once you know stuff like that and especially and we talked about it last week when there was a a, a weird tournament that had like weird rules i don't remember which one oh, it yeah. was but like the, I, the loser bracket had that the one, one I round in? i don't remember it was because i know i played in the one that had like you you just play as many as you can. No, no, and then, not okay. not like a ladder, which is weird, right? Okay. The ladder the ones are weird, weird but they work better in person. When I what I saw at one of the Red Bull events, that was cool. Uh, you get to play mm-hmm. as many people as you want. Um, but then there's there's the format that we talked about last week. Where it was like Tekken rules, three out of five, sixty seconds, and oh, then yeah. it was like three out of five in a loser bracket, but it was only you only get one shot. And it's like yeah, that's weird. That's a huge penalty, but okay. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, when you're in a match and the, the bracket is changing already, that's effed up. <laughs> that's oh, messed absolutely. up. So yeah, no, that, that's, yeah, that's something they got to figure out, especially with Evo's sign- signups had finished, has just finished. Um, you know, they should be able to figure that out really quickly for this next couple. Oh, and by the way, 
I believe they're inviting whoever makes the top eight or not top eight, um, like a bunch of the finalists out to yes. Vegas. I think it was. Yep. Okay. We'll be going to Vegas to play each other in person. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, I mean, it's Sony, so they got the money for it, and that's fine. Okay. I think that's a great. That see, there's good additions to this, but I think the format, is, it kind of the the structure for the automated system was not helpful to some people who had a chance to qualify, okay. either killed momentum or actually sent them to losers, and there was nothing they could do about it. And TOs just didn't really step up to the plate to do their job. So, granted, like I said, it's something to just think about. It's not something I want people going out. I don't I, like. Look, we have a lot of people listen to the show. I don't want you guys going out of your way to be like, I'm not going to join ESL. I'm not going to join this tournament because it's online or something like that. And they use this system. Just keep it in mind when you do join into these things because it's online. We don't always have the most control over the situation, so you have to do your best to work with the TO. And hey, guess what? If it if that's not the tournament. That if the TO's not doing their part in the tournament, it's not the tournament you need to be a part of. That's all I could say. But um, before we kind of jump to the focus attack, I actually wanted to bring this to your attention too, Gabe, because you guys might all be able to think about this and talk about it. Guilty Gear, can we just make it three out of five? I've seen people talk about that, and um, TNS's tournament two two out of three. TNS's tournament today was three out of five. Three out of five versus two out of three. I think we're getting a little bit spoiled by the uh it, it's it's funny how some tournaments kind of run by how spoiled we are by the ranked system. Yeah. In in the in the online game cuz we have three matches. You can either win two or win all three or win one and lose two, you know, all of that. So uh, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't care what it turns into. Right? I just want to a definitive thing across the board. Okay. Because okay. Definitive. Definitive. Definitively. Uh, only for me. Yes. <sighs> two out of three. I want two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You, yeah. you feel exactly I how I feel. I, I want two out of three. I had no idea we would do that at the same time. That was not practiced. Yeah. Uh, no, not that all. was definitely two out of three. I say that because um, by I don't want to say hmm. Okay. As a player that's losing in a two out of three, you know the comebacks can happen in a three out of five. There's so much that can be read. Um, you know, some players do better in a two out of three because they're like, I only know these gimmicks. And then another player, yeah. like I was just watching so sick Nash fan play somebody on TNS. And the, when there's a lot of defense going on, health doesn't go down as much. Like when we get to a meta in the game, you know, you're only going to see a lot of damage on those big combos when they get the counter hit. But like when there's a lot of defensive options in Guilty Gear that like the pushback mechanic on FD, I didn't even know that much about FD itself with like no chip um, and blocking when you're consecutively blocking all of the crap, like all of the stuff that's coming to you. Like it's like it it turns into like a 99 seconds is a good amount of time. Yeah. You know, so uh good. I don't know. I just uh, sorry to cut you off. I just feel like I'm I'm tired of playing three out of fives and feeling like the matches last forever. Right. Not because we're getting hit. It's because we are getting hit and it's going back and forth and there's actual good blocking. And I'm like, damn, I really don't see the like when I played at go for broke. I was like, two out of three is short, but I'm kind of happy. I don't have to expend all my mental energy yeah. on making sure I keep mixing somebody up or. I don't know. I, like I said, it's one of those games where it should maybe be three out of three rounds, okay. two out of three. Okay. 
Maybe. Well, Maybe. here's here's the thing. I think people want three out of five because either they're beating their opponent too fast in two out of three. Because I think that was the case. I did see Sonic Fox put up the post. Man, this should be three out of five. And I'm like, yeah, you're a really good player. Maybe you're just bodying <laughs> people that fast in two out of three that is going by. Now, granted, uh, is it uh, SKD? Mm-hmm. He, the SKD tweeted at Evo when it was two out of three. SKD had to play at th- at eight a.m. and it was two out of three. He was done in like a half hour. Like that game, yeah. BB tag goes by very fast. Now you you play oh, yeah, BB yeah. tag, you know it's a tag yeah. game. You know it's just like Marvel. Uh, Marvel three was like two out of three and it would go by fast, but three out of five did make sense for it because it's it's like it's not a round game. BB tag is also not a round game. This is a round game. Make it two out of three. Yeah. You know, it's different from Tekken. Tekken is three out of five rounds. Um, and that's a game that's super high damage, you know, much but different. really high defense, too. Exactly. So, and lower, lower time. You know, it's a faster game. Um, I think, I think two out of three is better. I, I just, I don't see three out of five. Like, even a three out of five, a three out of five match is not 10 minutes. Like, still a two out of three when it's good and competitive in uh, Guilty Gear is going to be like a 10 minute match. I ran a bracket at Combo Breaker for Mortal Kombat. Let me tell you, that match, those matches were going by very slowly in two out of three because people were spamming. People were, would, would spam their, their, their fireballs, the projectiles. If you had a, I don't know, I don't remember what MK11 characters are which, <laughs> but um, was it MK? Yeah, it was MK11 because um, Cheyenne is it Cheyenne? Cheyenne? No, um, the Elisa player from Tekken. I'm not too. I'm not too sure. He's uh, good buddies with uh, Ni. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, oh goodness, I forget his name. Doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. he beat me, and uh, like, imagine a Cetrion versus Cetrion match, and it's just lame, lame play, lame play, lame play. Those matches took about ten to fifteen minutes to play through because we were just laming out, or it was go to last round, last match. I don't see three out of five, man. So sorry, yeah. I took that question I, and, and ran with it, but yeah. No, you're you're good. I only I only said that because I just I played a a, a best of seven yeah. last night, and I was like, this shit's too long. <laughs> like, right. I literally said I was like, my brain's actually frying, right. and it was losers finals, but I was like, my brain's frying. So right. I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. Maybe still we got to keep exploring, but I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with whatever we decide as long as we unanimously decide it across the board. But um, that's gonna be it, guys, for our randoms of the FGC. I I know that was actually pretty long. There's a lot of a lot of stuff there. Yeah. But now we're gonna get to our focus attack, which was a Twitter question from. I'm I'm gonna let you do it. Sure. I know um, I'm gonna say it wrong. I know I'm gonna say his name wrong. Big Sife. and he says <laughs> yeah, he okay, has it, he has it in his he has it in his Twitter handle. I know, but I'm not. A, I'm not. <laughs> he he actually has it in parentheses Sife with a yeah, Y. Sife. So I appreciate that as, as well too. Um. So. He tweeted at the show, as you can do on our Twitter. Um, you can either tag us or double tap FGC. And we actually have our handles at the end of the show. But he says, fellas, I'm late with this. But you guys are as old as I am as far as the history of the FGC. Are the newer generation of players that are looked up to, do they hold the same influence as older gen? That's a good question because I've, I've mm-hmm. mentioned it on the show before. And influence plays a big part 
in which tournaments get attended to, which tournaments get the notoriety, which um, players, videos, content, whatever it is. Um, take Punk for a huge example. Um, Punk has, let me see, if he's streaming right now at this very time, he is not. Okay. Um, who is? Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is streaming right now. 783 viewers. Punk has about that much, that many viewers when he streams as well. Yep. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, they can tweet good or bad about a tournament that they are at, and it influences the future of the attendance for that tournament. It could influence what the Twitter might post up under, just in the comments of, of that tweet. Um, and it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? Let me do some more digging. And you go into a rabbit hole of what you heard of at an event or what you heard of at this. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the event was bad. Maybe they just had a bad experience there. Um, you know, I'm not saying that every tournament, not, not every tournament is perfect. And, you know, things might happen. But if you had like the one setup where the one TO did something to you or the one setup didn't have sound or whatever, somebody who has that much followers will can can affect a, t a tournament just based off of their bad experience not necessarily a good or bad thing but um you can also say that tos have to be careful on how they actually run an event hopefully all setups don't have any errors you know things happen but then again you know when you talk about influence like i'd say that big players had influence before but because the market was so much smaller um some of these players didn't really have a reach you just heard by either word of mouth when you're at the arcade or take for example those early tournaments we only really knew of major players that would show up in the top threes and fours of the tournaments that we would go to and every weekend there was either one tournament that was being streamed nowadays it's like so many tournaments being streamed anyway um like we would always see what was on sureyoucan.com go to there and see what was posted on the page. I remember, Meza, we went to um, Civil War and it was on Shuriken. And yep. what did we do? We looked up, what are the notable names? This guy, that guy, that guy, Meza. And Meza, we're in 7-Eleven and Meza's like, yo, I'm so excited. We're going to Civil War and my <laughs> name is in there. Yo, I'm so excited. Um, so like, that was, what, what game were you playing? Marvel? And Injustice uh, 1? Yeah, I think it was Injustice 1 yeah. Marvel. Yeah, so Persona. What, in, did it, I play Persona? I think it, yeah, it was, I was Persona, playing Persona at yeah, the time too. Because I had driven home, uh, Brenton and Lord Knight, because th they had just had to play. I think, <laughs> unless that was the other one. Um, anyway, and we had Grover in the car, so all like top three Persona was in the car. Um, so like stuff like that is is, and when you talk about influence, it's like in the past it was like those major players you would try to find them on their stream and they weren't even streaming at that time you know the only streams we would watch were like the break or whatever was on a weekly schedule because twitch just wasn't that big it was like justin tv or something um and nowadays the influence is it's huge it's out there you know the three out of five might be a thing because what we were just talking about sonic fox may have um the influence to make this game three out of five skd had the influence to change the entire bracket of evo because of two out of threes and blaze blue had to change a three out of five wizard was like boom all right let's change it 
10 o'clock brackets, you're at a five then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- this this is how I knew it was serious. Mm-hmm. When, so just for a little information to kind of stay within the same realm. Yeah. So Fall Classic, my name randomly showed up there for under under these names, which makes no sense still to me to this day. Oh, it was Fall Classic. Justin not- Wong, Pure Rock. Like, and this is who's expected to show. Yeah. Filipino Champ, Chris G, Moon, Moons, uh, TA Moons, CD Jr., Tom Brady, Meza. I'm like, what the fuck? True Lineheart, NYC Fab, Jay Rosa, Master C. I was like, what? How did I even make it into that? Right. That still doesn't make it any sense. It was a fall classic. Me. What did I do? Yeah, that was I thought it was classic. Civil War. It was Fall Classic oh, then. Okay. Uh, it was Fall Classic. Yeah. Uh, we also, like, obviously, we saw stuff on the break or whatever. But I think it was because we had that platform. Like, I, well, I think that's what really made a big difference. But at that time, I think you were making content as well, and then yes, and then I was. putting it. Da- I think you were using your Dante Strider team, Dante Strider, Virgil. I, I was using Dante Strider, Virgil. Yeah, uh, I was also using team team uh, uh, Devil May Wesker. Yeah, or, I mean team Trenchcoat. Yeah. So like, I I was I, I feel like the biggest thing is people have to understand is it's not so much whether the new school is going to influence more than the old generation. Old generation will always influence, period. Mm -hmm. Because we are the part of the... So, like, the best way I could put it is, there's a history to it. Starting from, like, John Choi, Valle, all of them back then, to, you know, maybe that middle ground where you had, like, EMP remix, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you had 10 stars, you had, Mm -hmm. you know, Justin Wong, and then you had our generation, which is me, Gabe, you know, Dre, like all the people who are like on the cusp of like still being a part of that previous generation, but we go into the next one. Man, right? we are old. Then you got sorry, yeah, we're old niners. No, I mean, like I don't, I don't count it as that. I count it as like the like who I'm looking up to, right? I didn't look up to Valle. I looked up to like Justin Wong in them. Justin Wong, even though he was during the same time period of like Valle in them. He kind of still like they still kind of looked up to the originals, like John Choi, you know, Vae, all them, the people who started all that stuff. Yeah. But then you kind of like as we go down a list now, like we have us, and then you have our the newer players, like the Sonic Foxes, you know, the Hooking Gods, uh, you know, even some of the other people like Winrich, who Winrich, even though he started during our time. Yep. People still will look up to Winrich if you're like in the Sonic Fox era generation, right? Yep. So you're gonna be like, man, Winrich was that dude who's like, you know, y'all don't forget. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we get it. All right, you're you're, you're cemented. But then when you look at the newer people who are like Sonic Fox, who's looking at them? Mm-hmm. Who's looking at the Sonic Foxes? Who's looking at the The Kill Sages? Who's looking at the Chris? I wouldn't even say Chris G because he's mm-hmm. from still a little bit i would almost say he's still from a little bit so past actually so before us it's funny you bring up chris g because even though he's younger <laughs> yeah chris g is actually chris g i think is 29 or just 26. no he just tur- no 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 really? no, no. 30, 28 29 no, he just turned 30 uh, oh wow yeah, yeah, december yeah. oh man yep i'm forgetting um yeah so because I, I was I'm obviously uh i'm yeah. on the stream um anyway the thing is with it's funny you brought up chris g because when i read this question first um i was it was like two days ago i was walking downstairs and i'm like wait a minute i was like when you talk about influence and like older players like that could also mean like when players like do they withstand the test of time chris g is out there in vegas winning tournaments in person yeah like consistently with either kai or with axel 
And it's like, you mm, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish what oh, you're saying. Yeah, and then you've got Sonic Fox who can play, they can play all these types of different games and still do well. They're still in MK. They're still probably playing uh, Skullgirls. They're still probably playing no, they are. Um, MVCI if they feel like it, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and can still do great. Now, do you hear much about Ryan Hart? Not necessarily, but he's still putting in a dent because of because of how much he's doing with Sagat. Um, some of those clips that either High Fight puts up, but like, is Vaya? I mean, is Vaya that secret Street Fighter player? We never knew who that street, secret Street Fighter player was. Um, I don't know if you remember that. That was the hilarious yeah. Ryu player. But like, yeah, th- there are going to be some talents that just don't like Dominion. Is Dominion is a good Ed player, but we don't see him doing much now maybe he's focusing on other things or other players like sanford yeah he's a good zeku but is he focusing on the game like like do they withstand the test of time chris is still good at most fighting games even mortal Kombat, he'll just show up and be like i got second for no reason you know like i i I, you know does the influence carry from people that are still playing or does it carry from people playing one game and being good at it, such as Punk. Punk is now almost exclusively Guilty Gear. Um, you know, so are you expecting to watch Punk for Guilty Gear or watching Punk for Street Fighter or watching Punk because you know he's good? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird, man. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. If we wanted to say, does the new new generation have as strong of an influence or rather comparable influence that was previously before i don't ever think they can hold the same flame because it was a different time period just like how i think us older players or rather the older generation cannot hold the same flame that they have because it's a new different era how things are done like realistically speaking we used to somebody said it best when i went to the tournament this week they said we don't come out to these tournaments to win money we don't. We because if we did, you think we'd still be doing it? It'd be a doggy no. dog world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So no, I I think that yes, the tournaments do have money. That all does play a role in it. But I think back then the influence was way way more focused and prominent because we were playing for respect. We were playing for many other things. Mm-hmm. I think this the newer generation has evolved to playing for yes money. Some still playing for respect but some playing to play differently than what we played for. So yes, I think the influence is, I think it holds a different value. Do I think it's the same? I don't, but I think if anything, the new influencers have definitely gotten a lot bigger. I mean, you could see it just alone with Sonic Fox because he's paved a whole new wave for fighting games, Mm -hmm. for fighting game players, for gaming in general. Mm -hmm. So that says a lot in a in a very very short way without me getting super in depth with it. Yeah, I I do feel like the newer generation has learned a lot from the older generation and is progressively growing. And when I and just so people understand, when I say new and old, I'm not going by your own nine. I'm not going. I'm, I'm kind of actually going by your start date. Right. But I'm also going by who's already at the pinnacle of the top. So like, LK is a is an OG. Of fighting games. For real. I would not say he's new generation. If anything, he is the old generation 
the the, the old Blaze Blue generation, Melty Blood, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So if I'm going to look up to anybody, it'd be probably him yep. because I'm part of that next generation that came in after his wave. And I would want to try to do what he's doing, but more so that people can look up to me if I'm in that next generation of you know high caliber players. Granted, me and Gabe had our own form of getting noticed, like and becoming our own form of influencers, just like many other people do. But like you know, there's some people who are tos who are influencers that are the next generation of the FGC. There's you know other people who are more commentators and mm, you know sorry streamers. Sorry, you you struck a sorry. nerve when you said commentators. Oh, did I? Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I watched that that Chris G Grand Finals, and I couldn't, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't finish it because the commentators, in my opinion, were so bad. And it happens, but that that's the thing. We don't. Do they have anybody to look up to? Like I had Armor, Darth Armor. You know, shout out to Miguel. Yes. I had him to look up to. He's a great caster now. You know, uh, started yeah. at the break, and great caster now. Like. I I like I don't get it. Sometimes it's just like they go off on tangents or try to make a joke, try to be the funny, and it's just like <sighs> it's okay. Not, occasionally, if you if you, yeah. it's like comedy, right? You, right? you take that one shot. Sometimes it doesn't hit. Okay, you move on. Right, and, and, and you know what? And I feel like you know, not, it doesn't happen all. Not everybody is esports. I get it. That's cool. Yeah. And all. But it's like, what do? We, where is the divide? Like. Is it when it becomes a bigger tournament, when it becomes a sponsor tournament, when it becomes I hired you for commentary tournament, or is it when it's hey, do commentary, okay, and just just be on the mic, okay, you know? Um, well, I, I I think that stems from who the influencers are. Yeah, because look, yeah, if we look good. at Yipes, Yipes would when he's at when he's in NYC mm-hmm. and he's doing his, you know. Next level, he's, I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want because I'm allowed to. This is where I started. We don't got any sponsors telling us, no, we can't do that. But the moment like CPT steps in, you won't hear any curse words. You'll hear some, oh, that's a bongo right there. Something simple that exchanges for, you know, or that's a duck right there. Instead of like, this man is getting fucked. Instead, he's getting ducked right now. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be some format change when bigger companies get involved. Yeah. And... As the influencers notice that, hey, I have to put on my professional hat, mm-hmm. doesn't even have to have money in it. Just have to put on my professional hat so I can get called back. That's when the influence becomes more vital to the next generation. And that's not happening enough yeah. because if you see some of the commentators, they don't have anything but maybe professionalism right now. Yeah. Right. And there's no there's no flair. There's no style. Like Vicious is a good example of someone who has all the tools and that's who people should be watching as inf- uh, as an influence versus maybe someone like Tasty Steve right now. You know, and no offense to Tasty Steve, he's a great commentator. But like you don't see him as much on everything mm-hmm. like he used to. You see him a lot less because there's other other people stepping into that influential spot now. Like Romanova is a good example. She's been pulled on many many occasions yeah. now to do more more events. She did well you know, during you know, Dragon Ball, I would say. Yep. Then she got to go out and do uh, more stuff for... She got to do Soul Calibur, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's doing a lot more uh, online local stuff because that's what we have right now. And it, It's just the expansion starts somewhere and they look up to someone for influence and it has to look at whether it's just only the professionalism. Is it more? But sorry, I'm going on a tangent. To focus back in, yes, I think the new generation is doing a great job. Can they do better? Yes, hell yeah, they can do better. But we will only know more when we see the next generations of those players that step up. 
right now it's the it's the Sonic Fox and you know let me correct myself. Yes, it is the Sonic Fox generation right now, which is all like the 18, 19, 20 year olds, 21 year olds who are just starting off playing the game. And it's not even just that age. It's sometimes it's the 30 year olds who are just getting into fighting games because they found out about it, who are trying to make a name for themselves. And they have somebody to look up to, right? But at the same time, you have to also think the old influencers aren't gone. So I think right now we're in a category of there's all influencers. There's not just like two. There's not the old and new. Right now, it's all together at the moment. I know it's a mind-boggling thing, but realistically, yes, that's how it is right now. We have all the influencers from Justin Wong, you know, going backwards. You know, we still got Vae. Vae still plays the game. Team Spooky's still around. Like, it's not like people are gone. Their influence still holds tried and true, especially when you see WNF or you see, you know, look at TNS. TNS has been getting bigger. They've been around for a long time. They've always had some form of influence for Marvel. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Team Spooky. They've been around forever. Their word is like golden. If they say, hey, we're showing up to this event to stream this, that most people are going to go. So influence is new generation still getting better, but it, it still has a little bit more work to top old generation and be something completely different. Agreed. Uh, yeah, it, it's got places to go. And, you know, it's more welcoming nowadays, I'd say. You know, not as intimidating as when I didn't want to go to a tournament because I, I read on the forums they were having like parties in the elevators because they were drunk. <laughs> yeah. It definitely has changed. Like, and I was 16. So I was like, I don't want to drink. <laughs> yeah. And, and keep in mind, we can't speak for the Smash community. Oh. That's a whole different influence, everything. That's a whole different I need sm- to state that now. Yeah. Yeah. When they're near us, I can speak for them. Like, Leffen right now is near us, technically, because he's playing our games, too. So, yes, he is a good influence. He has grown from his Smash days to becoming a fighting game player now in the FGC with Smash attached to it. So, yes, it's different. But, um, guys, I know we've been kind of going oh, on. Yeah. We've been rambling. Uh, Gabe, I know you want to talk about the community question real quick. Uh, well, just a quick question. We did mention it last week. We did not put it in the Discord. We put it in now. Uh, we got one reply, so we'll just wait for that to little permeate a little bit. Um, we'll post it once again. It is about why winning in Guilty Gear feels so good. Um, we talked a little bit about on the show last week, and um, yeah, let us know what you think, and we'll talk about it next week and read your read your uh, replies to the question. Well, with that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening. I know you guys wanted to probably watch us say all this, but hey, guess what? Next week, many other weeks to go. So with that being said, guys, uh, thank you. And uh, basically, you can always contact us at our Twitter, which is at Double Tap FGC. Just so if you didn't know, because, you know, it's there. Uh, you can also uh, find us on matchlosebuttons.com uh, under backslash shows, Double Tap. Keep in mind, you can also catch me uh, at Meza FGC on Twitter, Discord, well, not Discord, but, you know, Twitch, YouTube, and where can they find you, Gabe? You can find me on uh, Static Gorilla with no space on Twitter, the Gram, Twitch, and wherever books are sold. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't forget to also check out the MASH Network as well, which is uh, our MTV, our Mash Those Buttons uh, Twitter as well. 
uh, where you can get all the new updates on whether we're, we're doing something or somebody else is doing something. Don't forget, also, if you want to get more updates and more personal with us, you guys can join on Mash Those Buttons uh, community discord, which is mash.gg backslash discord. That will take you directly there. You can link up with us. You guys can talk to us on Double Tap. Maybe you want to talk to some people about Overwatch or something like that. I don't know why. But hey, maybe you might be interested. Uh, Keep in mind, guys, uh, this podcast, we don't do this without you guys. So more comments and questions definitely help us on all the platforms, which you can obviously check out many, many different ways, whether it be SoundCloud, Spotify, even Apple iTunes. Um, Keep in mind also, Check out the other stuff on Mash Those Buttons afterwards uh, as you guys will get interested into many other things. If you like Final Fantasy or anything like that, these guys talk about everything, War, World of Warcraft, you name it. They're everywhere. Um, but also, don't forget to rate and review so that we also get you know a high rating so you guys can keep us going. And that is probably going to be it, guys. Just make sure you stay tuned afterwards to listen to the other shows that are going to be on and with that being said, I am done. Yeah. I don't know what I want to stream. Yeah, we'll figure that yeah. out. All right. Well, guys, take care. <laughs> Toodles and enjoy every credit. How about that? That's a good one. See you. Like yeah, me too. Later. See you. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.